tuning in about right now on the live stream. Appreciate you that are uh, joining, watching. And uh, we're going to get started into our uh, lesson tonight. And I'm going to have uh, Brother Douglas, I got some more uh, handout tonight to go along with the lesson. We began last week by doing an introduction uh, to the Gospel of Mark, and uh, we uh, gave, gave you a little bit of information about who he was, circumstances uh, that um, uh, were uh, surrounding John Mark, and uh, let me say, I appreciate the comments that I received during the week uh, from uh, those that was, some of those that was watching by the live stream. It, uh, comments like, wow, I'd never heard of that before about Mark and uh, stuff like that. And so we, uh, we appreciate uh, those um, comments. And that, that's the purpose of me doing this the way that... Um, I'm doing it, and as I told you last week, I'm doing this in, uh, with Mark, and we'll see how it goes, and uh, we may uh, uh, go to another one when we finish as well. We're not going to be going chapter by chapter, uh, uh, just uh, uh, studying the book of Mark, but we're going to do some, uh, we're going to do a survey of the book of Mark, and we're going to... Um, we're going to pick out some things about Mark's writing to share with you and uh, to kind of help you further give you some information about this young man and, uh, and his contribution to the kingdom of God. And, of course, we found out um, next time you feel like that you're having a hard time, being a Christian and living for the Lord, remember what kind of death Mark died. <coughs> Tied a rope around his neck in the city of Alexander uh, down in Egypt and drug him uh, until, uh, uh, until he died. It's a pretty horrible death. Uh, and so uh, I, I am thankful to God uh, that uh, we're experiencing the blessings of God that we do uh, today. Although, please, I get a publication uh, in the mail uh, I signed up for, I think it's once a quarter, uh, about uh, the persecuted Christians around the world. And you'd be surprised how many People are suffering right now. While we are here sitting in this nice sanctuary, or you uh, at home watching wherever you may be watching, there are Christians right now uh, in prisons. There are Christians being tortured for the name of Jesus. And uh, I hope that you will always remember when you pray to God, that you will include them in your prayer. Yes. 
Lord, please remember that child of God somewhere in a faraway place that feel like they're totally forgotten. They've been stolen away in the middle of the night from their family, blindfolded and tied up and carried somewhere far away and uh, are being tortured and, uh, and mistreated just because they believe in the Lord. And uh, that is happening in many places uh, of the world, and we need to uh, lift them up. Um, we're going to be going to the fourth chapter, and we're going to talk about two verses uh, of Scripture, uh, Mark chapter 4 and uh, uh, verse 24 and 25. Now, uh, I've got this on the handout that I have, uh, we have passed out. And let's take a little bit of time here and read these two verses. And we're going to uh, talk about them and see about Mark's writing about this. Then he said to them, Take heed what you hear. With the same measure you use, it will be measured to you. And to you who hear, more will be given. For whoever has, to him more will be given. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. Mark chapter 4, verses 24 and 25. Uh, Matthew don't record this. John don't record it. But Luke uh, records it, uh, part of it. Um, and I, in choosing what we're going to be bringing out about Mark, I wanted to bring out verses and places uh, that uh, I, I have heard and been asked uh, down through the, uh, the years, people have a difficulty understanding. And I'm going to I'm going to open up to you and be honest. When I was younger, and uh, uh, my younger days in the ministry, I simply did not understand verse 25 whatsoever. In my flesh, taking it the way I was taking it, I says, man, that ain't, that ain't seem to be fair. For whoever has, to him more will be given, but whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away. I was trying to figure that out on a fleshly standpoint. And I didn't have a clue what Jesus was trying to say for a long time. Now, <coughs> Jesus had just concluded his previous statement before this verse where he said, If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. And before that, he had just got through uh, speaking some parables. Uh, and right here now in verse 24 and 25, he builds on that statement. He builds more on it. Uh, where he had said, 
he that hath an ear uh, to hear. Uh, and he's warning his disciples to take great care how they listen. And I have titled this lesson tonight, uh, and you'll see this, The Necessity of Understanding. The Necessity of Understanding. I didn't realize until actually I got on Facebook several years ago, (laughs) a lot of people have a hard time understanding what you say. I don't know, I might be the only one here that's ever written something on Facebook and somebody come along and go way out in left field something I didn't, wasn't even thinking about. Uh, and I'm sitting there uh, looking at their comment, where did they come up with that? How did they come up with that with what I said? Uh, we, it's so very important that we understand. Uh, and this is what these verses are dealing with. And, but under, before you can understand somebody, you got to be able to listen to them. Now, I've been told it's a man thing. I'm not going to get in this a whole lot of detail. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, I wish, I just, I will say like this. And I know somebody at home right now is going to be saying, Amen, hallelujah. But I wished I had a dollar bill for every time Darlene said, Are you listening to me? (laughs) And uh, of course, I come back, I come back with my famous, famous line. Well, if you you want to talk to me, dear, you first got to get my attention. I think there are some other husbands and wives, especially those where I'm coming from. Now, <laughs> listening is an art. I definitely believe that. Listening is an art, not something that happens naturally. You was not born with a natural inclination to be able to listen. Amen. Uh we talk a whole lot more than we listen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But I wonder how come, I wonder how come the Lord gave when he created man, I wonder how, he, how come he gave man two ears and only one mouth. Kind of think, makes you think that he wants us to listen twice as much as we speak. Amen. Now, I will say this before I move on. My ears have never got me in trouble. I can't say the same thing about my tongue. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. But it's easy to half-heartedly listen to someone. And that's where a lot of problem comes in. We don't don't know what the reason is, 
But I, I will say I've been guilty. I, I, I have a lot of time just kind of half-heartedly listened to what somebody's saying. Um, praise the Lord. Uh, I, I think about a song. It was an old country song. An old boy said, Lord, it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. Well, <laughs> but, but when it comes to listening, a lot of us are not too perfect. Hallelujah. Amen. It's easy to half-heartedly listen to someone. And we can repeat what they say, but not know the meaning of it. You follow me? A lot of times we can even repeat. And that's, that gets back to what I said about sometimes comments I've made on social media. Uh, and I mean, some people get way out there. You know, um, I'm, I made a comment. I mean, I just got back. I just got back from my trip from Africa. I mean, the Lord had blessed me, you know, and uh, I just got out of crusade where I was blessed. First time in my life to be able to stand up and preach to between 1,500 and 2,000 people a night. Uh, man, I, you know, I was serious about that. I, I, I got back and uh, I felt in my spirit, uh, and I, I, I don't remember exactly the words now that I said, but I made a post, but I said, some pastor somewhere uh, is so down today that he's thinking about throwing in the towel. And please encourage your pastor by your attendance and your worship. And uh, somebody uh, comes back later and I read, oh, Brother Sammy, I hope that ain't you. <laughs> I, throwing in the towel, what hadn't crossed my mind. Like I said, I've just been blessed by being able to preach to more people I have in 50 years that I've been preaching. I, I, I posted that because I felt in my spirit that there was somebody that needed to be encouraged. So, we can even repeat what somebody says, but not understand what they what they said. Hallelujah! Let's 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 continue. Amen. This is more so with Jesus. Many people repeat what Jesus says. They use his words to justify what they are already doing. Hello, somebody. Isn't it amazing how how? People can have the gall to go in the Bible and pull out words of Jesus to use to justify something that they are doing. That down deep inside they know it's wrong, but they say, "Oh man, I got a scripture right here," you know. Um, and then they explain away that which doesn't make sense to them. But if we do not listen carefully to Jesus. Focus on what he meant, not what we meant by what he said. Amen. Hallelujah. Too many people read the Bible and try to take it by what it means to them. I'm sorry, but it, it wasn't. You go, what Paul 
or what Mark here wrote 2,000 years ago, he wasn't thinking about you. Hallelujah. The reason why I try to give so much background information when I'm teaching, because first of all, we need, we need to try to focus our mind back then and, and ask God to give us some understanding why the writer originally wrote what he did. Now, we can take what they wrote and apply it to our lives. I'm not saying anything about that. But <laughs> everything that Mark wrote, he had a reason for, in his time, for writing it. And we need to ascertain the original meaning of what the writer uh, was saying. Hallelujah. So uh, let, let's, let's go on. We have nothing from Jesus, nothing from God, and nothing from God's Word if we do what I just said. The whole key here to un- is understanding. That's the whole key. Listening to understand. From that we gain wisdom, and wisdom brings spiritual growth. Now we're going to break down these two verses and hopefully I can share something with you that will turn on a light bulb and uh, gain some insight here. Uh, take heed what you hear. With the same measure you use, it will be measured to you. And to you who hear, more will be given. For whoever has to him, more will be given. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him the key is understanding <laughs> and to understand you got to listen you got to invest some time to listen to people now down here at the bottom i've got the same two scriptures and i've got them wrote in other modern translations and the first is the passion translation I picked this translation up from brother Flannery he's the first one I heard and I began to check into it and uh, it's got some great insight now that's I want to read Mark 4 24 and 25 uh, out of the passion translation uh, for those of you listening at home and you want to jot that down and check, i tell you what you can do. Uh, you, can, you, can, you can Google Bible Gateway and go on Bible Gateway and you can put any scripture in the Bible and, uh, and then it's got a place that you click on and a, another window comes open and it's got bukus of all uh, all kinds of different translations and uh you can get get them from uh uh bible gateway and, and that is good for your personal bible study but let's read this then he said to them be diligent to understand there you go what i've been talking about that is key is understanding. Be diligent 
to understand the meaning behind everything you hear. For as you do, more understanding will be given to you. Wow. Oh, Lord, this don't seem too unfair at all, does it, Lord? As I was trying to understand the verses fleshly. Listen. Be diligent to understand the meaning behind everything you hear. Now, this has to do with the Word of God when somebody's preaching, when somebody's teaching like I'm doing tonight. Uh, even when somebody stands and gives a testimony, there have been a lot of times that God has blessed me through somebody's testimony. Hallelujah. Take some time to understand the meaning behind everything you hear, for as you do, more understanding will be given you. And according to the depth of your longing, now the other talked about the measure and all that, but according to the depth of your longing to understand. A lot of people simply don't want to understand. And let me stop and say this right now. Don't waste my time coming coming to me for a prayer for God uh, to deliver you from something if you really don't want to be set free. I've seen church pray for somebody half the night and then the finally, you know, I, I begin to pray, God, what is going on? And Lord, let me know, uh, speak to me, let me know. Now, they can't be delivered until they really want to be. You can't help somebody that don't want to help themselves. And that's not being mean, folks. Yeah, that's just being truthful. I don't care how much faith Brother, Brother Douglas here has got and how much Holy Ghost he's got, and he may have... He may have not this little bottle that we use. He may, he may have a 55-gallon drum, a 10W30, to dump all over you. But if you don't want it, you ain't going to get it. <laughs> it's just as simple as that. So, according to the depth of your longing to understand, I'm here to tell you right now. So many people say, oh, but I don't understand the Bible. I don't understand this. I don't understand that. I'm going to tell you something. There's nothing in the Bible that you don't understand if you've got a deep enough desire to want to understand Him. God will give you that understanding. He will make a way. He will either send somebody to it, you to explain it to you, or if you're Holy Ghost filled, that the Holy Ghost will lead you into all truth. Hey, you know, the Bible does say, I mean, you really don't even need a teacher if you just listen to what God has given you. Amen. Hallelujah. Much more will be added to you. Now, verse 25, look at this. This is the one that I had trouble with for, for so many years. For those who listen with open hearts will receive more revelation. Wow. But those who don't listen with open hearts will lose what little they think they have. There you go. Hallelujah. You've got, you've got to have an open heart. 
You can't, you can't have this attitude, well, bless God, I know what I know. If you got that attitude, you ain't going to grow in God. You ain't going to be able to get no more revelation. If I had that attitude, I still wouldn't be baptized in Jesus' name today. I still wouldn't have the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. When you get into the Word of God, you've got to have a, the right attitude. You've got to have an attitude, Lord, if, I, if I'm wrong, give me wisdom. Give me understanding. So but those who don't listen with open hearts will lose what little they think they have. All this is what Jesus was really saying when he says, if anybody has an ear to hear, let him hear. If you've got some understanding, hallelujah, if you've got a desire, a longing to learn and to know. Now, there's another translation called the voice. And you can find this on Bible Gateway. Listen to this. So consider carefully the things you're hearing. Think about what you're hearing when the man of God is preaching or teaching or the Sunday school teachers teaching. Consider carefully the things. Don't have the attitude, well, you know, I know all about that. There's one thing I always ask God to always let me, help me to be. I say, Lord, help me to be teachable. There's one thing I have, I have found out about some, some people is not teachable. Hallelujah. Some people are simply not teachable. Number one, they got too much pride and arrogance about them. Amen. Uh, Lord, make me teachable. Don't let me ever think that I know it all. Because the, more, the longer I'm in this, the, the less I realize I know about this book right here. Hallelujah. I can, even though I'm pastor, I can learn from any child of God that's Holy Ghost filled. Hallelujah. I listen, I listen to other ministries that's not in the same uh, fold that, that, that we're in. And they say, why you listen to them? Because I can pick up something from them. Hallelujah. I'm not going to walk around and pull a, uh, pull a wool over my face and not, not listen to, uh, to what everybody else has got to say. Let, let me go ahead and continue reading this. For consider <clears throat> carefully the things you're hearing. If you put it to use, you'll be given more to wrestle with, with much more. Now we're getting into the meat of what these verses are saying. Those who have listened will receive more. But those who don't hear will forget even the little they failed to understand. That's it right there. And that's what Jesus was saying, and that's what Mark was writing about. Now, there have been some people, <laughs> there might be some listening here tonight, or on there, 
but there are some people, they may have made it through high school and got that graduation paper, but some of them, some of them I think the teachers just got tired of messing with them, went ahead and passed them on to get them out of their hair. <laughs> I mean, that does happen. Sad, but it's true. But I'm going to tell you something. God don't work that way. I've got to, I got to conquer one level before he'll take me to a higher level. I've got to get one level of understanding and wisdom before I ever expect him to lead me on further. You hear what I'm saying? And that's what this is all about here tonight. Those who have listened will receive more, but those who don't hear, or that word can be substituted for understand, will forget even the little they failed to understand. When God tries to open your understanding to more truth and you fail to accept it, you put a block right there in your spiritual growth. I firmly believe, I firmly believe when the Lord began to open up my understanding to understand who Jesus really is. Amen. If I had said no, I don't accept that, I would have never grown from that point. Hallelujah. I, I wouldn't have gotten no closer to God. Amen. And eventually, what little I didn't have would have been taken away from me. That's what's being said here. Hallelujah. We have got to grow in wisdom. And it all begins by listening. Learn to listen, not with your own agenda, but listen with an open heart and a prayerful mind. Say, Lord, what can, you, what can you show me today, Lord? Amen. What can, how, uh, can I get a little higher? Can I get a little more understanding? Hit me, Lord. I'm, I'm, I'm going to listen close to what's being said because don't, uh, long as you're in this life, you're, ne- you're never going to learn it all. Amen. You're never going to understand it all. Amen. But you can gain more wisdom and you can get more as long as you're listening. Amen. The necessity of understanding. Let's all stand together. Hope you've enjoyed this tonight. I hope I brought this out in such a way that it will encourage each and everybody, amen, to, to realize how that we need to be better listeners.